Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And me, an absolutely alert and awake Ian Morris. Yeah, he didn't get up 30 minutes before we recorded the show, everyone. It was nowhere near 30 minutes. It was more like four. Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) But but anyway, plays my body for waking me up because it could have just carried me right through this show. Did you see um, that uh, my employer put out a press release about my new TV show? I did see that your employer put out a new press release about your your show. Yes, everyone should watch it from April. It's going to be magnificent. I I will, I will, I will. Um... Anyway, with that shameless plug out of the way, uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, Nate. Uh, well rested, anyway. Good. <laughs> how Good. are you? Oh, I'm. Uh, uh, I'm. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. It's fine. I fine. listened to your extra message actually, um, the one about uh, getting old. Oh yeah. Um, I listened on the way back from dropping the kids off, and um, uh, that's yeah, not sorry a metaphor. For, uh, sorry. For- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for slandering you there <laughs> in that episode. No, 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 no slander. I was, I was pleased to hear it. I, I completely agree. I'm obviously going through something. Yeah, only, I just, only a man in the middle of his ages would uh, buy a jag. Still I just the best thing was, I've ever done. Yeah, I just thought it was worth pointing out publicly without your knowledge. No, absolutely. It, uh, but seems perfectly reasonable. Mm. Um, it's how I solve all my problems. You should see how I solve <laughs> problems with Kate with my marriage. Podcast it, about talk it. Talk about the <laughs> wait, wait for her to hear it. <laughs> oh, flawless, flawless. Uh, absolutely. Uh, right, technology. Um, ISP Review, which I have to say is one of my most, my favourite websites at the moment. I think um, we use it quite a bit on this show. We should probably send them a crate of wine or something. We should do, yeah. Um, well, it wrote this week that Ofcom has set out its expectations for how 3, Vodafone, EE and O2 should kill the 2G and 3G mobile services that they still use. Ofcom obviously wants to make sure people aren't being cut off from vital services, um, more of which rely on the older 2G standard than 3G, which is actually why 3G is going to die a hell of a lot more quickly right. than 2G, um, for reasons we'll, we'll come to, I'm sure. Uh, but in fact, Vodafone has started dragging 3G behind the proverbial uh, sheds and garages with a loaded projectile swung over its back. And um, people in Plymouth and Basingstoke are going to be the first to lose 3G, uh, on Vodafone at least, as of pretty much, as far as I can tell, as we speak... Amazing so Stoke if, home of Vodafone, right? Well, not not quite. It's sort of that area, isn't it? It's like the Reading, Basingstoke sort of Indeed. Area, For, yes, indeed. Although they just sold their HQ. Oh, did they? Um, yeah, and th- yeah, they sold it and then leased it back. Like I think Nokia did a few years ago. It, it's, um, it, Vodafone's the weirdest company in the entire world. Like It's this huge British company that we should all be, I guess, proud of. Um, and it keeps sort of proposing these absolutely mind-bogglingly stupid ideas, like well, it's, selling off all of its European operations for one pound or something ridiculous and trying to buy Virgin. 
It's having it's uh, yeah, it's having a, it's having a, a little a midlife moment. crisis. It's having a little moment. I mean, the board fired its uh, chief executive officer without having a successor in place, which is pretty. Jaguar pretty... did that. Well, they say that didn't fire him. He sort of left, but it's a mm. bit sus. Yeah, uh, go to uh, go to Bloomberg.com for more news about Vodafone's challenging position in the market. Anyway, sorry, uh, anyway, I derailed that slightly. It's fine, mate, I forgive you, um, because it was relevant and interesting. Anyway, uh, Captain Kremen in our live chat says that it's interesting because smart meters use at least one of those. They do. Smart meters use 2G. Um, I believe the newer ones use a kind of network that all the energy companies use which means do they, that do they sort of buddy off each other so if you've got like they hop from one to the other or something is it like it, a mesh network it's, it's not no it's it's not a mesh it's more like that they you can change provider and the smart meter will still work like it's at the back end that they that was that a problem do. with the first generation ones you, if you switched yeah. you had to have a new meter ridiculous it was. Yeah, who thought second... of that uh previous governments mr um, electron so 3G going before 2G. Um, Vodafone says that it's going to axe all of its 3G services by the end of this year. And I think that's a bit sad, actually, because Vodafone just became old enough to vote. Um, It's 3G network, that is. Uh, It just had its 18th birthday. Oh. Um, It might make it to 19 by the time it draws its last breath. Uh, Still very young. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I think she was 19 um, when she died. That's as a was very two- historical reference. I'm impressed. Well, then the question can be, I suppose, who did more for Plymouth? Was it the, the most <laughs> notable peasant-born revolutionary of the Hundred Years' War uh, or, Vodafone, or, or Vodafone on 3G? It's difficult to say. I, I think, oh, I don't know, probably Joan of Arc somehow. Let us know, Britain. Um, <laughs> did you die at 19? Who else died at 19? Um, Tim I don't Khan. know. Oh really? That's st- so. staggeringly young. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what happens when you are of questionable. I mean, pr- presumably Tutankhamun in the lore of Stargate would have been a gore-old anyway, um, which uh, surprised me because they live for thousands of years. I haven't watched Stargate. Oh, you so should. It's very good. Mm. Uh, well, you should anyway. watch SG One. It's um, it's on. Oh, you haven't got Sky, have you? It's on Sky. Oh, Catherine Howard apparently died age 19. Interesting. Thanks, uh, Nick. Posted a link in the chat. We probably won't put that in the show notes because um, <laughs> it's morbid, but it is interesting. Anyway, uh, let's go through the end of this uh, bit of information. I suppose, unlike Joan of Arc, anyway, Vodafone isn't planning on burning its 3G masts uh, at the stake. Uh, not, I suppose not least because metal is probably harder to melt than a person, um, but instead because it March. wants to use these... Yeah, because it wants to use these uh, the same masts to increase its coverage of 4G and 5G in these affected areas. Um, and actually, I, it said it, Vodafone had a like a kind of a Q and A sort of thing on the website that part of the reason they've chosen Plymouth and Basingstoke as the first place to kill 3G is because the indoor coverage of 4G is now over 99% uh, in Plymouth and Basingstoke. So the number of people at risk of being cut off by this is extremely extremely low um i had a look up at when some of the other networks plan on killing 3g in case you need to investigate any devices mm. still using it uh three say says uh it's going to phase them out over uh well by the end of 2024 uh ee 
early 2024. It wants to kill it. Um, and O2, according to ISP review, I'm looking at here, says hasn't announced a public sunsetting time frame, but Ugh. will adhere to the 2033 date. Now, 2033, I have a feeling that's when Ofcom actually set the deadline for 2G to be killed. Really? I think it's something like that. Like, it's a really long way away. Well, it needs to be, really. But um, did you know, out of interest, that this this will and has affected certain Teslas? Uh, The Tesla Model S, built before June 2015, according to the Tesla website, um, have only 3G modems in, so certain features will not work if you, unless you go and have a very, very expensive um, new modem put in. Oh. Yes. And that's in oh, this well, I, sa- I say that. The LTE modem update is available for £143 plus applicable taxes and includes installation. I suppose that's not too expensive. It's probably not too expensive to anyone who can afford a Tesla, but it it does feel like that's the kind of upgrade that they should probably offer for free. <laughs> I think given the importance of yeah. mobile connectivity in that car particularly, um, I would say that's probably why it's quite cheap, because they don't want to lose the ability to stop you from supercharging, for example, or uh, charge you for one thing or another. So it makes sense for them to make it as cheap and accessible as possible. Hmm. That's a challenge. It but, sure is. Um, but yeah, everything that's really important that I can think about of, rather, are either 2G or 4G. I'm trying to think about what most... Very, what, what iPads will this take down? I mean, it, there must be a few iPads that have got only 3G, right? Uh, well, the iPads, even if they have 3G, they still support uh, 2G and Edge. So yeah, but that's going to be a very unpleasant experience. It it would be, and and a lot of the older models, uh, and let's not limit it to iPads. Like many devices, um, Nick that have suggested 3G. the Amazon Kindle. Yeah. So they're... is so are those are those ones are all of the Amazon Kindles that have th- yeah uh, they're all three G are they? Uh, well, the older the older ones I believe are, but Amazon. I'm sure this came up well over a year ago, if not longer, that Amazon was offering yeah. discounts to people to buy a new one because essentially they were going to have have their current ones bricked. Mm. I remember. I don't know what's in mine. I've got, I've got a I've got a Kindle, but I can't remember which one it is. It's worth looking it at. Often. I mean, if you've got a Kindle right now, yeah, it's possible because O2 did a lot of partnerships for like white labeled, yeah like mvno sort of things um i just thought that amazon kindle thing was such a good idea that you could go to loads of countries across the world and still be able to get a book i thought that was just such a great idea Um, it was brilliant pr as well yeah because it was size the size of a book it's you know it's a couple of hundred k yeah, people maybe, worked out how to do all sorts of other things on it, though, like browse the internet and stuff like that. But um, yeah. to, to to warnings that you know, if they continue to do that, Amazon would find a way of shutting it down and, and and spoil the thing for everyone. But it sounds like a whole bunch of those Kindles will be killed off by this anyway. Well, it's worth having a look around your house, seeing what's near you. Um, do you have a Tesla Model S? The S stands mm. for should have asked for a free upgrade. <laughs> The Tesla Model S is the only good one, if you ask me. It's the only stylish one. And 
yeah i think so the the summer vote the big one the the people carrying one is just ghastly and if you see it on the road it's so big and out of proportion that it just i just hate it i really I despise it i don't think i've ever seen one There's but every one, time <clears throat> yeah uh, luke says the x it looks like someone inflated a balloon but mm. that that balloon was modeled on Crichton's head well keep it away from uh, <laughs> biden he might missile it down <laughs> Um, the Cybertruck has been out for a little drive as well. My God, that thing's ugly. Anyway, carry on. That's okay. Uh, if you've got any thoughts on 3G uh, or Thrug, do let us know, of course. <laughs> Is that what we're he- calling it? Hello at UKTechShow.com. Um, also, if you have a famous historical 19-year-old who perished before their time uh, that you'd like to compare to the death of um, 3G. certain usage of the electromagnetic spectrum uh, <laughs> do do write in let us know Britain. you're exactly the kind of lunatic that we want to hear from on this show yeah you're not kidding um become a patron for crying out <laughs> you're our that. kind of people frankly that was a really slick transition by the way well done um Unfortunately, I fell asleep before the show, so my notes for this next section uh, amount to basically uh, it's raining money for chat GPT company OpenAI as Microsoft officially throws down $10 billion investment. That's from Fortune, uh, noting that Microsoft has made a substantial investment in the AI maker, and it has appeared this week that uh, that will be folded into Bing, Mm, which I'm very excited about. Yes, I mean that story is also from about two weeks ago. But I know that the point that you sure. wanted to make is 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 about chat, like chatbots as search engines. At, at, this is my thing, right? So I mean, look, I don't think either you or I would speak particularly highly of Google Search these days. It's uh, an ad festooned nightmare, uh, which companies have been gaming for some considerable time in order to get to the uh to pole position I, 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 i'll make this interesting uh, oh, please do although there's a lack of preparation on my part by telling you about the sort of stuff we used to go through at the mirror um the whole goal at the mirror which is for those who don't know a, a uk tabloid i worked uh briefly for six months in the uh science and tech uh online area uh we would get yelled at if we didn't have a breaking news story up within like 30 seconds of it happening now the the reason for that is that this highly contested news box on google delivers an enormous amount of traffic to sites so when you search for something that's newsworthy you know if you were to search right now for i don't know uh tory party sleeves or something like that you would get a whole bunch of news stories at the top and those those are the ones that really drive traffic so the goal was always to hit that news box and be first in it and then you you so you don't write a story all you do is you have a pre-prepared block of text with a unique headline and a, and a first line that just basically describes what's happening you throw that live immediately and then you get to the you get to the first news box hopefully and then what you do is you keep updating that um you know adding in new paragraphs so google sees it as new updates and new content and it keeps its position in the in the news box that is extremely valuable when i was at future that was uh, exactly the same thing you know if every conversation you'd have with everyone would be about how can we get this to the top of google how can we own this search word you know what can we do so the the system is broken it, it has destroyed proper journalism in many ways because 
all anyone's thinking about is um you know how can i how can i own google search and i i came across this um yesterday I was looking for news on the television series Snowpiercer, which I think we've talked about, uh, has been cancelled by the American network it airs on, which is TNT, part of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, and so my question is, Netflix licensed that show separately. Uh, will Netflix still show it as before? And all my searches were simply articles that have the same basic Q&A in them. You know, everything you need to know about season four of Snowpiercer. None of them contained the information that I actually needed to have. Now, I believe that with an AI interface, I could say, please find me articles about uh, Snowpiercer season four that specifically reference its airing on Netflix or something like that. And I would be able to get a natural language result without having to faff around. Now... Obviously, the downside of that is considerable because this is scraping websites and uh, that's going to ruin publishing even more. So it's not all good news. Uh, It selfishly meets my needs, uh, but also destroys the whole of journalism further. Nate, your thoughts? Uh, In broad strokes, I agree because that is problematic, but that does tend to be for quite specific types of content in my experience you know current events popular media sports things like that actually if you're searching for information and particularly older things those sorts of problems rarely show their head in the same way or with the same veracity Mm. as as the competing you know tabloids and things uh will will do i find it less annoying than how unusable the web is in general thanks to its pop-ups and cookie notifications and newsletters. Did I I tell you about Ghostery, though? No. Ghostery now automatically declines all cookies, and you can watch it do it. You go to a website with a cookie pop-up, and all the things slide to no, and it closes it. Ghostery is first class. Okay, I'm going to be installing Ghostery. Absolutely. It works on Safari as well, so you'll be quids in. Yeah. No matter okay. what device you use, uh, Firefox, Chrome, Safari, all supported. Okay, good, good <clears throat> knowledge there. Oh, absolutely. The idea, yeah, I mean, it is a big, it is a big issue. And although I, I teased it um, at the top of the show, I'm doing a new series for Bloomberg TV all about AI, mm. and a big part of my interest in in it is not specifically in the in the chat capabilities of no. individual product, but in the way that information is is processed and accessed and there's a huge question over credit and sourcing and showing your working and it's something that actually google as a search engine is very good at doing because it's pointing you to sources of information but what it's very bad at doing is sorting out actually who originated the information and obviously the websites themselves um, priority is given to speed and placement more so necessarily than originality and quality mm. and that can be problematic so for me the hope is that as these things develop it's not just that you get one nice clean answer in the no. middle of your screen it's about but filtering it's, the results in a really smart way exactly i still yeah. want to see a whole spread of information but i'd like it to be more intelligently presented and that's I- what i think we might see 
Yeah, I, I agree. And I, that's why I wanted to talk about it, because I'm excited by that. I feel, I feel like this is a real revolution in search. Um, and I think, you know, Google's lost a lot of functionality as well. Like, you know, being able to put stuff in quotes and do minus this and plus that. They've sort of got rid of all that functionality because they sort of have believe they? that they're... I think so. It doesn't... I don't think they have. Uh, well, I don't think it works like it used to. I mean, I, I'm sure you remember back in the day of AltaVista... Uh, one would have to yeah. do quite a lot of plussing and minusing and uh, quotes to get the results that, um, you know, people wanted. But Alta uh, Vista was built on a very different model. That was all about meta types oh, sure. and things. It yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and approach. as a result, would have been far easier to game once people really got the hang of things. Um, so, yes, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a difficult one. But I, I don't know. We'd have to look into it. But as far as I know, they, Google has taken away some of that functionality. Um, well, it doesn't do test... what it used to do. Yeah, go for I'm, it. I'm going to test this now. What, what should I search for? I'll do, I'll do in quotes, Ian Morris in brackets. Yes, and then and do I'll plus do... Forbes and minus CNET or something. Plus Forbes minus CNET. No results. <laughs> well, there you go. See, that's not, that, that should have resulted in... Terms that featured my name that included Forbes but didn't include okay. CNET. Well, if I take if I take quotes out, I still get Ian Morris, um, but it's the wrong Ian Morris. So what if I do Ian Morris just minus CNET? Um, I get. I mean, this to me this looks like it works because all of these Ian Morrises are they they look like a british historian archaeologist yep, that, that's a dude there's a guy who wrote um, an inflammatory article for the new york times that people uh sometimes shout at me on twitter about oh well there's one here from the ft poisoning adultery incest murder and mayhem a family dot 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 i don't know what that is there's <laughs> one here from an ian morris on rolling stone that, uh, I, that isn't me as far as i about know streaming services is it so it must be a different ian morris really are you sure they haven't just licensed something that I haven't been paid for? Well, there is always that opp- that possibility. Can you send I... me the link? I want to check it out. I'd, I want to I, find I, out who I, Ian Morris is. I'm sure Rolling Stone is above that. Um, huh. Well, there are, there. To so, be fair, there are some Ian Morrises in America that, um, you yeah. know, that are that are noteworthy. That's why you should pick um, your own name, mate. Then no one can have it. Which is fine I, you if know you want what, to be a mate? journalist, but bad if you want to be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never aspired to be a murderer, so that sounds pretty good to me. And I was a journalist, so well, I think that's why um, we're friends. Yes, you wouldn't have liked me anywhere near as much if I tried to murder and eat you. No, honestly, and honestly, they're not mutually exclusive. I wouldn't like you to have tried to murder me or eat me both at once. I mean, if you'd murdered me, I suppose you could do with my body what what you wish. Um, that's a bit morbid. Um, so, what was our point? <laughs> Search and chat, chatbots. It's an interesting one. I think we're going to see a lot of evolution in it. There isn't a specific UK angle. However, here's an experiment in making yes. one out of nothing. The more specific you get with search, the harder it is to find things because they are not popular. They are not popular to be linked to and cited, and it does make me wonder: Would this be more helpful for finding those extremely granular? nuanced yeah. pieces of content because a neural network processes data in a very very different way to a, you know a more traditional database or even the way that google ranks pages um and it's it's kind of i suppose it's more like a um a, an educated guess a mathematical guess as to what answer it should give you whereas 
Google is more about well, we've we've weighed up all the all the links and yes everything and, and google uh, google tends to give you um a, a, a site-wide rating based on what you're good at so for example at the mirror they were a news organization so they ranked very well for news and less well for reviews uh, i'm fairly sure that would be true of bloomberg although you don't review a lot of stuff um so from my perspective i feel like that's a kind of a broken thing because it doesn't necessarily mean that the site wouldn't be good at the other thing but they would be more well known for the first thing um so i think any sort of more intelligence around that and and realistically we need we need some strong competition for google because it's just ruining search at the moment and i i would like to see bing be more you know brilliant frankly mm. Those English words brought to you in broken English by me. Ian Morris. Not the, Not the Rolling Stone one. Yeah. No. Are you an Ian Morris? Um, have you written an inflammatory article about something that you wish to share with us? Have you killed and eaten one of your friends? Uh, let us know. Um, our <laughs> email address is 999 or 911 <laughs> at... No, I've exhausted that. that. Um, oh, no. But this... that, oh, sorry. Go on. I, I've just realised it won't make any sense um, to listeners of the regular show because it's something we do for patrons before the show starts. Uh, guess the hole. Uh, but I've just spotted a hole in the tree outside um, that we could have used. Uh, it's a, a hoop, a hoopla hoop, hoop, hoop uh, you know, a hoopy hoop, whatever they're called. Have, have you had a fall recently? <laughs> Sorry, I was just laughing and looked out the window and saw a hoop oh. in the tree. Oh. And mm. I wanted to tell you all about it. I don't know why. Good. Anyway, yes. let's move on, shall we? I, th- I feel it's important that we do, yes. <laughs> I'm going to thank some people. Good. Those people are patrons they support us directly and they are and i've i've worked this out the most attractive people in the world mm-hmm. um many of them are listening to us live and welcome to you all thanks for spending part of your sunday with us um, i'm going to call out luke because luke has been a long time patron and um has recently rejoined us in the land of the live show and it's great to have you back with us. Um, thank you to everyone, though, for supporting us. Um, you'll get the full version of the show ad-free. Join our live audience. It is a great amount of fun, uh, not least because, as Ian alluded to just now, we play a fantastic game before every show, it seems, these these days, called Guess the Hole. This mm. week, it was a stonker. Next week, if Ian's got anything to do with it, it's going to be a hole in a tree. Um, <laughs> no, we won't but you can, do that now. But you can find more about that by going to patreon.com forward slash uk tech and finding out how you can support ian for as little as two pounds anyway if you are a patron you're about to hear this week's third discussion story also known as printers I think our conversation actually just now, Ian, about printers is probably one of the most fun discussions. I, we've it had. was good. It was. It good. was. It was. Quite I fun, mean, because I came out of left field and did, and defended printers in a way that, if you'd asked me three years ago, I wouldn't have believed was possible. No, um, for me to be more angry than you about yes, something is yeah. uh, is 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 
is staggering. Well, yeah. we had um, we had a, an email that came in from oh. Sean that I'm going to let you read because it uh, is addressing something we talked about the other day on um, yes the the, the 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 show the um subtitles issue. Yeah, Sean said, uh, I enjoyed the subtitle discussion. I watch everything with them. One huge annoyance is HDR and subtitles. Netflix codes subtitles as pure white, and it is blinding on an OLED during dark scenes. I changed the colour to off-white, but now the subtitles are hard to see on every other device. I wish subtitling uh, was independent of the service. I completely understand what you're saying sean when i first got my uh lg oled uh and <laughs> turned on subtitles i was shocked by just how bright they are it is unbelievable um and it is a huge problem I, what quite why they are done that way and why you can't have device independent subtitles i don't really understand um but uh, yes i it's per- probably possible to have them de- de- uh created by the thing you're watching uh so you know the tv would have a subtitle engine and it would read the text and present it in a way that was suitable for that device uh but that's not how it's done so we have to sort of live with it it's a great uh, great email we had a lot of good comments about um the subtitle conversation had a message from naomi who uh who said she she enjoyed it too so maybe maybe we should be talking about those sorts of things a little more well someone else who's been talking about things quite a lot more is mr tom merritt on daily tech news show tom is here in pre-recorded form to tell us what's been happening in the wider world of tech this week this week on daily tech news show rob dunwood tells us what was important from the samsung galaxy unpacked announcement david spark talked to us about why ransomware attacks are generating less money for the criminals than they used to dr nikki reviews the haiku box it's basically shazam for birds shannon morse gives us a first-hand account of the efforts in colorado for towns to retake the right to build their own internet service and why every other tech story is about chat gpt and well it's probably justified right now all that and more at dailytechnewsshow.com Shazam Oops. for birds. Well, is really... well, that's brilliant. What is Shazam for birds? I love it. I have a Shazam for birds. It's called Chirpomatic. Oh, really? Yeah, I that's love lovely. it. What a I love delightful it. way to spend some time in wildlife. My favourite feature, though, is it has um, a playback function called Bird Safe Mode, where if you oh. press Bird Safe Mode, you want to hear the chirp back. Um, it only plays it through the earpiece, so you have to put it to your head. So it doesn't confuse nearby birds into thinking that a mate approaches. That's delightful. What a yeah. absolutely beautiful piece of technology. Charlotte in chat says, uh, I have Shazam for birds. It's called Merlin. I use it when I walk my cat. Wow. It seems like there's a lot of business happening in the Shazam for birds world. Is this some segment I wasn't previously aware of? It's a bird-tastic world out there, mate. Bird-tastic. Uh, sure yeah. Um yeah. Well, if you're a bird, uh, do send us a tweet, of course. Uh, we're on at text message pod. That joke brought to you courtesy of 2007. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, uh, do. Hello yes. at uktechshow.com. And you have to guess become, the address. Hello at uktechshow.com. Well, I know. I know. It was, it was uh, yes, sorry. Hmm. Uh, and as has become uh, customary, I should thank all my patrons our patrons the patrons our patrons you're all beautiful people um get the extended version of the show it's a cracker this week absolute cracker i think and we've had a great live audience too thank you to everyone listening and as ever ian gets the last word um i've pressed I, the music so i don't know why you keep giving me the last word it's a complete wor- waste of the last word and i always get it wrong
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.